Good morning, football fans, and welcome to this Monday morning episode of Morning Kickoff, a weekly show where we cover all this football. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and today we are live from Minneapolis, Minnesota on the Morning Kickoff YouTube channel. You can check us out every Monday and Thursday morning around 9 o'clock central, or listen to all the pre-recorded podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, we're on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those kind of things if you guys would like to check us out there. So today is March 21st, and we are here to discuss... The Minnesota Vikings restructuring Adam Thielen's contract, but we're also going to talk about the Colts quarterback situation because it's been an entire offseason and the Colts have been very quiet. And it is no question the Colts need to grab a new quarterback after trading away Carson Wentz to the to the uh, what are, Washington Commanders. I almost forgot their name because they just changed it. Um, odd name should have been Washington Redwalls. That's so much more cooler of a name uh but at the end of the day we're just going to talk about all this on today's episode of morning kickoff i hope you all enjoy do you enjoy listening to this podcast if you don't that's totally fine but if you do and would like to help out there will be a link in the description that will bring you to my merch store at this store we sell t-shirts sweatshirts and mugs and all of the profit earned will go towards the production of this podcast thank you all and enjoy the show who will the colts next quarterback be it has been a week since the new league year, and the Colts have yet to fill the vacant quarterback position. Now, after trading away Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders, it is no question the Colts are in search for a new quarterback. They haven't taken anybody in free agency. They haven't traded for anybody yet. And as a matter of fact, all in all, it's been a very quiet free agency for the Colts. They have about $40 million of cap space, and I believe they all they brought in was a defensive end so far. I don't know of any other player. The Unique Ngakwe they brought in. Shout out Unique Ngakwe. Uh, they brought in Unique Ngakwe. And outside of that, I mean, they haven't filled their need at quarterback, of course. But they also haven't filled their need at wide receiver, offensive tackle, or in the secondary. So this is raising a couple eyebrows here because uh, the Colts have a lot of spending. They have about $40 million of cap space to work with. And yet they haven't filled much of their starting positions. So it, it really all starts with the quarterback here because it is no question the Colts are in search for a quarterback. And they... Can they simply take someone in free agency? If we take a look at our free agent quarterbacks that we have this year, there are about two starting caliber quarterbacks in free agency. And at the end of the day, you probably don't want these quarterbacks to be starting. Those would be Marcus Mariota, or actually Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I believe Marcus Mariota would be a uh, second tier quarterback that you should be able to have as a great backup and hopefully step up. So maybe the Colts could bring in Marcus Mariota, just hopefully as a backup. So out of the top five unrestricted free agent quarterbacks, you would have Jameis Winston, who is likely going to return with the Saints. Marcus Mariota, love the guy. He should be a backup still. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he should get a starting job, but he's going to get injured by week five. Andy Dalton, and Cam Newton are Andy Dalton and Cam Newton. They are far past their prime. So yeah, at one time they were great quarterbacks, but you look at them today, you probably don't want Andy Dalton and Cam Newton to be on your roster as a starting quarterback. So this kind of just raised some eyebrows because what are the Colts going to do here? Because if we, one thing we do know is the Colts division is wide open. I mean, yes, the Titans might've got the one seed last year. It's the Titans. Like at the end of the day, you have the Jaguars, which should be two easy wins. Now the Jaguars made some massive moves, but that should be two easy wins. Outside of that, you have the Houston Texans, who should be the worst team in the league next year. It is no question the Colts are in one of the easiest, if not the easiest division in football and can simply take control of that division by grabbing a quarterback who knows how to throw more than seven yards and is able to stay healthy the majority of the season. And honestly, Main role is handing the ball off to Jonathan Taylor 35 times a game. So realistically, they can grab any quarterback and still be able to compete for that division. It just 
questioning on what the Titans are going to do. I mean, they did lose Julio Jones, but at the end of the day, Julio Jones didn't play for them much of last year, and they still were able to get the one seed in the AFC. If you take a look over here at quarterbacks who are available for trade, there are nine quarterbacks or potential starting quarterbacks for the Colts who are available for trade. Now, first would be Kyler Murray. Obviously, we don't know if Kyler Murray is actually going to be traded. We just saw hints at it, rumors at it. Um, if that were to happen, it should be the Colts should do anything they can to get Kyler Murray. Unlikely that that's going to happen. Now, you have three other quarterbacks who were starters last year who could be starters in Indianapolis this year. Those quarterbacks would be Matt Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Baker Mayfield. All three of which who are perfect fits for the Colts. First of all, Matt Ryan is just... Matt Ryan is a might have one of the most overpaid contracts in the NFL, but at the end of the day, Matt Ryan has been consistently an underrated quarterback and can easily work on that Colts offense. I mean, it's not going to be hard for him to take control of the division. We've seen Matt Ryan play in a Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo, another quarterback who's played in a Super Bowl, who played in NFC Championship this last season. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo has shown that he can work. Now, the problem with Jimmy Garoppolo here is the thing with Jimmy G is just the fact that the last two coaches that he played with was Kyle Shanahan and then before that he played with uh he played with Bill Belichick. So, he played with two of the best head coaches in football and maybe that's why he was able to have such a successful career. He has one of the best quarterback win-loss ratios in all of football. I I honestly believe outside of Tom Brady, he might have the best win-loss ratio in football, and that's simply because of the last two teams that he played for. So Jimmy is a great fit for the Colts because, like I said, he just hands the ball off 35 times a game, and it works for the Colts. Now, when it comes to Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield obviously has had some off-field issues. At the end of the day, Baker is still on his rookie contract. He's one more year left on his rookie contract, so you don't you pay him pennies on the dollar. I mean, you're probably going to have to give him a contract extension, but still, Baker is another great fit for the Colts. So that's really who I would target if I was the Indianapolis Colts. I would first go for Matt Ryan. Actually, I would. Matt Ryan has such an overpaid contract. If he was willing to come on your team and you can put him on an extension where you're not paying him the third highest cap hit in the NFL, then it would be great for the Colts. Outside of that, Jimmy and Baker are two solid options for the Colts on offense. I mean, realistically, like I said, they don't need they don't need someone. They don't need a Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. At the end of the day, your Jonathan Taylor led offense. The Colts looked the best last year when they rolled when they ran the ball. That's when the Colts looked the best this last season, and that's why I believe this upcoming season that will be their main job, and they will be one of the best one of the best run running teams in all of football. And their defense is solid on top of that. And then you have some other option here. First of all, Tyler Huntley. We saw Tyler Huntley step in for. Um, for uh, Lamar Jackson this last season. And the thing about Tyler Huntley, the problem I have with him is just the fact that he was with the Ravens and stepping into a Ravens offense where they didn't have to change the playbook at all. Tyler Huntley played exactly like Lamar Jackson would have, and they didn't have to change the playbook at all. And then Tyler Huntley was majority of the games throwing to his tight ends. And that's really what we saw Tyler Huntley do. Now you look at the Colts and yeah, they can get some tight ends. I mean, Mo Ali Cox, I really like the guy. Outside of that, Jack Doyle just retired. Like, with Tyler Huntley, you need better tight ends. So for that, I would pass. Gardner Minshew has shown that he can work in the league with Jacksonville back up with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Another solid option. I would be totally fine with seeing Gardner Minshew go to the Colts. Now, the thing is, if they did bring in Gardner Minshew, they'd probably need some backup to hopefully step in uh, to see what he can do. Because let's not forget, the guy was drafted in a seventh round for a reason. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Now, obviously, with what the Packers are doing, Packers should have never have drafted Jordan Love. The Packers now have extended... Uh, Aaron Rodgers for what four more years so there's no question that Jordan Love is not going to 
get an opportunity in Green Bay unless Aaron Rodgers does actually retire early or get injured. For that reason, the Packers should look to trading away Jordan Love because they are in one of the worst cap situations in all of football. Jordan Love is still on his rookie contract and has yet to get an actual solid starting a real opportunity in the league and him going to Indianapolis would be about the best location for Jordan Love to go. You have great coaching. You have an offense that is not going to be totally reliant on your arm. And at the end of the day, the Colts have a solid roster front and back and then they're in an easy division. So Jordan Love would, I'm sure would love to go to play in Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, Taylor Heineke, another name to mention here because the Colts did actually just make a trade with Washington and didn't get a quarterback from the trade they didn't take taylor heineke which i believe was great for washington because obviously carson Wentz is going to get injured you want a good backup like taylor heineke on your roster at the end of the day no i do not believe they should trade for taylor heineke or sam darnold people still like to say that sam darnold has yet to get a real opportunity i don't understand where they're coming from did they see what sam darnold was playing how he played with the panthers this last year like yeah i get he played with adam gaze for the first three years of his contract but this last year with the panthers not so great when it comes to sam darnold's play so that's really the question is who is going to play with the colts this next season i would believe the top the most likely situation the most likely quarterback would be jimmy garoppolo i would put baker mayfield i would put after that, I would put Jameis Winston. After that, I would put um, Marcus Mariota, and I'd put Matt Ryan in the mix as well. We're talking about Matt Ryan being traded, but really, does anybody want to take on that contract? Like, if I just pull up Matt Ryan's contract real quick, if we head on over to the screen, if I pull up Matt Ryan's contract, this guy is making, has a $50 million cap hit this next season, and 45 after that. No, you should not want to pay that, especially when all of that money is going to go to you. Actually, you're only going to have to pay some of that. They'll probably restructure and then trade him. Knowing the, knowing the Falcons, they're not going to trade him away and actually have $40.5 million of dead salary. They're probably going to restructure this contract and then trade away Matt Ryan is my what I'd be expecting the Colts to or the Falcons to do if they wanted to trade away Matt Ryan. Uh, but at the end of the day, Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. Like, is he might be the better quarterback in the mix, but at the end of the day, it's, you have to factor in money here, and you have to remember that Matt Ryan, yeah, he might have brought his team to a Super Bowl, but the Colts don't have Julio Jones. Actually, they can get Julio Jones if they wanted to. Now he's uh, actually a free agent, but my proposed trade, and this is what I really like for both sides, um, is a trade with the Browns because there's no question the Browns are shopping Baker Mayfield right now, and you can get him for cheap. So my proposed trade here would be that the Colts receive Baker Mayfield from the Browns, and receive backup tight end Harrison Bryant. This would be a perfect, perfect fit for the Colts. Because Baker, there's we've seen in the last four years, Baker has loved using his tight ends. And this is part of the reason why OBJ wanted out was simply because Baker threw to his tight ends too much. That's how they ran offense. They ran a two tight end I formation offense. Now, this is exactly what we should see the Colts doing as well. Now, with Jack Doyle retiring, they really don't have a tight end to play alongside Mo Alley Cox. Who better than Harrison Bryant? I mean, I guess if they were able to get... Um, a Dalton guy, I guess that would be different if they were able to get their starting tight end. Um, but who, Harrison Bryant is a great fit because he's a great blocker. He's very young. He's on his rookie deal. I believe he's only just finished his second year in the league. So he's on his rookie deal. Uh, we'll be going into his third season and can join Baker Mayfield on that Colts offense. Now, what would they have to give up? I'd say a couple day two draft picks, two uh, second rounders, third rounders. Uh, Browns won't have to give up. 
our, our Colts won't have to give up that much to get Baker Mayfield and Harrison Bryant because I really just believe that at this point, the Browns are shopping Baker Mayfield. At this point, they want to get rid of Baker Mayfield because they need him out by the start of this next regular season. And that is why I believe the Browns will be able to uh, or the Colts will be able to get them for cheap just in a couple of day two draft picks. So that's really my proposed trade here is I do believe that this is a perfect fit for the Colts to be able to get Baker Mayfield starting under center. You can get Mo Alley Cox, uh, a player to work with, another tight end to work with, because like we've seen, Browns, I mean, uh, Baker loves to use his tight ends. And without Jack Doyle, I mean, who's the other Colts tight end that they would be able to work with? Because I know they had uh, the one guy who was with who was with who had the Philly special beforehand. I'm not sure if he's there anymore. But outside of that, I mean, they need so they need another tight end, and not only that, but they need another receiver on top of a tight end uh, to add to that offense. Maybe we say Jarvis Landry. What if we? Okay, this is not going to happen. What if we actually see those two players, Baker Mayfield and Harrison Bryant, go to the Colts? But on top of that, we also see Jarvis Landry and Odell who are also free agents. We just see a whole Colts reunion, I mean, a whole Browns reunion. Maybe they sign JC Treader to play center. Okay, the Colts don't need a center. Uh, they sign someone, some other players and just have a whole Browns team on that Colts offense. And on top of that, yeah, they need a wide receiver because Michael Pittman Jr. might be solid, but he should be a wide receiver too. Or honestly, Michael Pittman Jr. would be a lot better playing inside the slot for a majority of the game. And he gets injured. So they definitely need some more receivers on that offense. And them bringing in Baker could also lead to them bringing in, probably not Odell, but them bringing in Jarvis Landry as well. Because that Baker-Landry connection was amazing, especially in Baker's rookie season. So, yeah, I get it. Baker was a first overall draft pick. But I believe that he's not at all worst a first round draft pick at this point. Not only are the Browns shopping Baker Mayfield, but it's Baker Mayfield. He has not had a great career yet outside of his rookie season he has not had a great career and should be only worth a day two draft pick at best that's my prediction especially with how the browns are are shopping him right now um i just believe that's gonna that's what's gonna happen and uh while i do believe indianapolis should my uh, target jimmy garoppolo first i believe jimmy g is no question the best possible uh quarterback that they can trade for for the money Let's not forget Matt Ryan is available for trade, but he is so expensive. Um, but give, getting Jimmy G on that offense would be better than having Baker on that offense. But at the end of the day, you have to factor in money and uh, injuries on top of that because Jimmy gets injured every single year. I guess Baker has suffered with some injuries too. Hopefully the Browns don't or the Colts wouldn't play him through his injury like the Browns did. But yeah, that's my proposed trade. Let me know what y'all think. Sorry, three. This is going to be Adam Thielen's last season with the Minnesota Vikings in purple and gold. The reason why I say this is because after the season, not only is Adam Thielen aging and he's been injured the last couple seasons, not only is Adam Thielen getting older and this Minnesota Vikings offense is getting younger, but if you look at the cap space that the Minnesota Vikings have put themselves in, if we head on over to our screen right here, per Tom Pelissero, the Minnesota Vikings have restructured Adam Thielen's contract as of a few days ago. Vikings, uh, Tom Pelissero tweets out, Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen restructured contract includes $18 million of guaranteed, uh, and he gets a raise to 14.4 this year. Solid. I like that. Uh, per source, a void year uh, was tackled 
or was tacked on for salary cap purposes as Minnesota continues to clear cap space. Yeah, so we have to continue to clear cap space because we just paid our quarterback. Actually, our, our quarterback was already going to get $45 million. Um, but yeah, we definitely had to clear up some cap space here. Uh, did it... What are the Vikings clearing up cap space for at this point? I don't understand because there's not really any free agents that we can simply bring in like we did at the start of free agency and plug in as starters. Um, I'm looking at in the secondary here. Uh, but on top of this, uh, Minnesota Vikings restructuring Adam Thielen's contract is actually going to lead to this being Adam Thielen's final year in Minnesota. And if you lead, if you look on over here, uh, you can see right here for Adam Thielen's new contract. So this year, there's no question Adam Thielen is going to play with the Minnesota Vikings in 2022. However, if you look after this season, you'll notice there is more cap savings than there is dead salary cap. Usually what this leads to is a proposed trade uh, when they're an aging player because you can see here Adam Thielen is going to be 33 years old in the 2023 season after this upcoming year 33 years old 33 this is typically where we see wide receivers fall off fast and typically where we see fall honestly 32 is where we see wide receivers fall off uh the thing about Adam Thielen him coming into the league a little bit late him being a starter later in the years um uh, later in his age does actually mean that he's likely going to play longer than most wide receivers and we have yet to see Adam Thielen start to hit a decline I mean this last season was great yeah he was injured for some of it but this last season was great Adam Thielen's year before that was amazing and then 2017 2018 we all know how great Adam Thielen was those two years where he made Pro Bowls um so him going him aging is going to lead to him falling off but the thing here is Minnesota Vikings when it comes to the receiver position we have to go young the reason why is because right now we have a player like Justin Jefferson on a roster. And the one focus the Vikings have to have is to keep Justin Jefferson on your team. And that involves making him the third highest paid. And no, one of the top three highest paid wide receiver contracts after this upcoming season. The Minnesota Vikings have to put Justin Jefferson on a long-term extension, making him a top three wide, wide receiver paid in all of football. And this is, involves making a lot of roster moves like trading or cutting away Adam Thielen. Yeah, I love Adam Thielen. I'm a huge Adam Thielen fan. I love the guy, Minnesota native, obviously, and has played with the team for some time now and a team captain. I get it. I love the guy. I don't want to see him go either. But I just believe it's going to happen. And not only that, not only do we have to focus on making Justin Jefferson, giving him a similar contract to Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins, but we have to focus on what if Irv Smith Jr. has a great breakout year this upcoming year. Irv Smith Jr. missed the entire last season with the Vikings, and now this next year going on to his final year of his rookie contract and is on a career contract year. If he's able to stay healthy... Maybe we have to focus on bringing him back. He's another young player on our team that we need on our team, especially with our tight ends right now, where Tyler Conklin just left, Kyle Rudolph just left, and now we have Ersmith Jr. and who else alongside him? Absolutely nobody. Chris Herndon is gone as well. So Minnesota Vikings have to focus on these couple players right here and maybe KJ Osborne, BC Johnson. These are two other players who could have career contract years. If all of this happens, the Vikings have to look, go young, wide receivers, young tight ends, young offensive playmakers, and this involves getting rid of Adam Thielen after this season. If we head on over to the top wide receiver contracts, you'll notice here Devontae Adams just got paid. I mean, $28 million average annual salary for a wide receiver. Highest wide receiver contract in all of football history goes to Devontae Adams and well-deserves. Congratulations, Devontae Adams. You deserve that completely. Um, 
But I'm expecting that the Vikings after the season, he get, uh, Justin Jefferson gets a similar contract to Adam Thielen's and DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins being the second highest paid at 27 and a quarter million, um, much higher than any other receiver on this list, a lot higher than any other receiver. DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams, two of the best receivers in football and two of the highest paid wide receiver contracts in football. And honestly, if I was ranking wide receivers in the NFL today, I would put Justin Jefferson as the second best wide receiver behind Devontae Adams. For that reason, you gotta pay him what his worth is. And let's be honest, Justin Jefferson is not going to want to take a team-friendly deal. Okay, it's not going to happen. Justin Jefferson is going to want his money, and rightfully so. I have no problem with great players uh, wanting money. No problem with it, even if it's a ridiculous amount of money. So I'd expect that uh, Justin Jefferson gets about $27.5 million of average annual salary, which is not what you want to pay him. But at the end of the day, it's Justin Jefferson. We got to focus on how we can keep this guy. He's young. He's amazing. He's a top three receiver, undisputed top five wide receiver in football. You got to keep this guy in your roster. And if it involves getting rid of Adam Thielen, you have to do it. And I believe at this point, there's no arguing about this. There is no arguing. I don't care what kind of a Minnesota Vikings fan you are. You have to agree with me here that the Vikings have to do what it takes to keep Justin Jefferson on the roster because this upcoming year, you will see, you will see how great he can be. Yeah, you. I guess you saw it this last two years, but let's not forget he was playing for Mike Zimmer these last two years. He was playing for Clint Kubiak and Gary Kubiak these last two years. This upcoming season with KOC leading our offense, the thing he did, the things he's done, with Cooper Cup in the past is what we're likely going to see happen with Justin Jefferson, where he gets over 10 targets a game and gets paid this upcoming year. He's on a contract year, so he's going to he's going to he's going to be he might he might break up break his record this last year. Uh, he was, I believe, like 14 yards short of uh, shy of breaking Randy Moss's record. He's going to break it this year. He's going to break it this year. Uh, so, yeah, Devonta, or, or, uh, Justin Jefferson should get a near contract to Devontae Adams, how he got paid with uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. We should see the same happen with Justin Jefferson, uh, KJ Osborne, Earth Smith Jr. There are many names to mention here uh, who we, the Vikings, have to keep on their team if they have a great upcoming year. And for that reason, I do believe the Vikings will move on from Adam Thielen, whether that involves trading him away or whether that involves cutting him. This will be Adam Thielen's last year in purple and gold all right surprise that we don't have okay three that's going to wrap up this episode of morning kickoff i hope you all did enjoy tuning into this show it was a pretty short show here uh, i hope you all did tuning into the show if you did be sure to rate subscribe to the podcast for more football related content thank you all for tuning into this episode of morning kickoff have a great day